You're listening to Band Geek with Richie Castellano on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. Whatever show you're listening to right now is a piece of garbage. This is the Chip Chipperson Podcast, and I'm the newest star on this piece of garbage network. So turn off the podcast that you're listening to right now. It's garbage. Who is it? Is it Rich and Bonnie or fucking Nick DiPaolo or some other piece of Bob Kelly garbage? Turn it off and get on the Chip Chipperson podcast. The one you're listening to stinks. This person is not good at making podcasts. I am. Welcome to Band Geek, Richie Castellano here. I've just returned from Star Wars Celebration 2017 in Orlando, Florida, and I'm going to do the little recap of my trip there. And joining me today is my co-host, Jarrett Pressman. Hello there. That's good. I like how you did that. <laughs> that was good. You're already ahead of me in the game. And my buddy, my cousin, Phil Castellano. Yeah. I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think since Phil's been at Berkeley, he's returned to the podcast more than when he lived around the corner from me. It's true. It is the truth. Um, So we're doing a little recap, and what Celebration is, it's the official Star Wars convention. Now, there are other conventions like Comic-Con where there are Star Wars things. You know, there'll be, I guess, Star Wars uh, vendors or cosplay or whatever, but this is a convention only for Star Wars fans, and I, I've i never actually done a big convention except for the NAM convention, but that's at a work capacity and not as, uh, uh, like as a fan, you know what I mean? So this was my first real like nerd experience fan convention thing, you know what I mean? So I wanted to tell you guys what it was like. And um, now you've been to conventions before, Jarrett, right? Only a few. I'm actually going to a bunch this summer, though, so I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's like, like ah, I get to be with my people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they put the internet in a room. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? That's funny. I, I actually said that at one of the after parties, and we'll get to that. Uh, one thing I took from it, though, is that I, I thought I was like a mega, like the biggest Star Wars fan. I'm not nearly the biggest Star Wars fan. I mean, there's, I'm, I'm somewhat of like a mid-level Star Wars fan compared to some of the, the, the people I've seen and the dedication and passion they had for the convention. And it's, it's inspiring, really, when someone's into something that much where they'll go to literally any lengths to see stuff and be part of stuff. Like, that's really cool. So because they spend more money than you, they, they're bigger Star Wars fans? It's, you know what? It's not money because not everybody has money. It's time. You know what I mean? Like, not everybody has time, and how they choose to use their time is, that's what separates people, you know? We've we've talked about it, though. Like, if I had, like, endless supplies of money, like, yeah, I'd be making armor and building toys and props and doing, like, trying to do all that stuff. It's like, I can't. But, no, but... But I still want to go. But the thing I looked at that I realized is not, these people aren't rich. They don't have endless supplies of money, but they make it work. You know what I mean? They, they'll get, like... A piece of foam and cut it and make it work. Yeah. Like I, 
you know, they'll they'll make like I saw like some girl with a Sabine costume, Sabine Wren from Rebels, and they'll make it work. They'll they'll cut out like colored foam and they'll glue it to something to their shirt, and they make it work. And that's how you get better. Um, one of the cool things that happened is I was I have my my Jedi costume, which I was thinking of just buying one off the shelf, and I was I went on to one of the forums like, where do I buy a good uh, they call it a tabard. It's like the outer tunic for the Obi Wan Kenobi sort of costume thing. And you, you know what I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. Of course you do. And uh, it's, it's it's the the Jedi Talus, the the, <laughs> what the Jedi rabbis wear. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. That's absolutely right. And uh, and I was I went on one of these forums on Facebook. You know where do I buy one? And people were saying, oh, you can go to this company, that company. And this girl, her name is Sarah. She said you should make it. It's not that hard. Yeah. I'm like, ah, she's like, no, no, do you have a sewing machine? I was like, yes. She goes, you can make, you could totally make that. It's not, it's not hard at all. And I made it. And the one you guys see on the band geek photo, the promo photo we use, I made that. I sewed that. Yeah. I went to a fabric store with Charit and I picked out the fabric that, actually you found the fabric. Did I? And I yeah. And you said, you said, dude, this is what you want. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you're right. That is what I want. So her name is Sarah and she goes under the name of Mouse, Mouseller, I think. Mouseller, Mouseller. Yeah. And oh, that's who you spoke to? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. And I'll put a picture up of some of the stuff she does. It's, it's great. She makes, like, spot-on cosplay. But she inspired me to do it, and I saw her at the show. Oh. And I told her, I was like, I don't know if you remember, but you told me to sew my own Jedi costume, and I did, and it was awesome. And she, and I, it was cool. I took a picture with her. Uh, that's, oh. Okay. That's her. Yeah, I didn't awesome. know, because I, I follow her on Instagram. That's, that's yeah, rad. She I didn't know that's who Sith it was. Sith Lord uh, costume here. Really cool. So let's get into it and talk about the pictures I took and all that good stuff. So the first thing we're going to talk about is, um, here's what happened. My buddy Damien Scro, who was, went to one of the first celebrations, if not the first celebration, told me... Um, you know, it's going to be a lot of lines. I'm thinking, like, we've done lines. Like, we've gone to movies, like, a couple hours early and, yeah, yeah. and waited to get a good seat. Like, we've done that. So I'm thinking, like, that's going to be no problem. Um, so he, he said, I really want this exclusive Luke Skywalker Rebel Pilot Hasbro action figure. I, I would like that. And Damien never asked me for anything. Right. Uh, so I was like, all right, I got to go there and do it. So I look on the app. There was, like, an app for the convention. And it said, you know... The line for this lines up at 8 o'clock. And, like, the convention starts at 10. Now, going to the NAMM show for 20 years or something like that, the NAMM show starts at 10. Right. You get there at 10. You maybe go through security, like, on, it's for five minutes or so, and then you're in, you know? This was not like that. I got there at 8, and there was a line all the way, like, as far as the eye could see. Like, I walked past the convention center for about five minutes of, like, straight walking. Wow. So I got to the end of the line, and it was really overwhelming, like, the amount of people. And it took me two hours or more, actually. I got into the convention center at 10.30. I got there at 8. You know what I mean? I arrived at 8, and by the time I walked to the end of the line and got into the convention center, and this was in Orlando, Florida, it was it was 10.30. Um, how many people do you think were at this, like, how many people do you think are at, like, 20,000 people? I think it had to be much more than that. Yeah? Um... It was I. The thing about my criticism of the event. Um, now, this is the event's still going on as we're filming this. I I did I just did two days. Um, the criticism of the event is that the space in Orlando was big enough to accommodate it, but the infrastructure of the convention center was not big enough to accommodate it because there were all these lines and limited security stations and limited information and no one knew what was going on. Like, I certainly, as someone who was going for the first time, did not know what was going on. Sure. And basically, 
midway I had to track somebody down. But here's here's um me meeting up with Josh Haynes, who you're gonna see quite a bit of and hear uh quite a bit of in this episode. Uh Josh is a fellow guitar player from Memphis. He's a phenomenal guitar player. He's in a cover band called Grand Theft Audio <laughs> and basically does a lot of the same material that the band geeks do. And he plays a music man majesty and a Luke, like mm. like you have Phil. Uh, and he plays a Line 6 Helix and does, like, Boston uh, Journey, and he sings his ass off, and he plays his ass off. Great guy, and I've been, and he also is into lightsabers, and um, <clears throat> custom lightsabers. And he saw a video that I posted uh, on one of the lightsaber forums on Facebook. I mean, for you guys uh, who follow me on Facebook, you know I like to customize these very nice lightsaber replicas. And uh, I met Josh on one of those, and I posted a video. One of my other lightsabers has all Brian May sounds in it. So, when, so instead of going like, boom, it goes, Wah! you know. Uh, and and Yeah, exactly. And Josh <laughs> took that a step further, and he made a Van Halen lightsaber painted like Van Halen's guitar with all Van Halen sounds. <laughs> so we sort of uh, developed a friendship online, and I met him for the first time a couple days ago on Thursday on the line. So here's that video. All right, I hope you can hear me. Richie here at Star Wars Celebration 2017. I'm with my buddy Josh Haynes. What's up, guys? And today's the first time I've ever met him in person. We've been Facebook friends. Josh is a fantastic guitar player. This uh, is Richie. Uh, now, where can they hear what you do? Uh, just find me on Facebook or go to my YouTube page. Just type Josh Haynes Lightsaber. I got a couple of videos on there doing guitar stuff, but, uh, but it's mostly lightsaber stuff, so... So yeah, Josh is like me. He's into uh, arena rock and building lightsabers. So yes. Check that out. So um, yeah, we, we've been waiting online for about an hour, and we're finally at the front of the convention center, about to go in. Uh, online, we've been seeing some pretty awesome uh, Star Wars costumes, some amazing looking stuff. Oh, look, there's Princess Leia. How cool is that? Uh, I'm ready to go. I have a lightsaber in tow. And I have my little fanny pack for, uh, you know, my snacks and my phone charger and my shoes and my glasses. Uh, but yeah, so um, looking forward to getting inside. It's going to be awesome. So now you see what the line looked like. So we yeah. got in there and I had this whole celebration app saying, okay, today there's going to be like a 40th anniversary thing. Uh, uh, Panel. Panel and whatever. And I was like, and I obviously missed that 8 o'clock lineup, so I was sort of like flailing here. So I'm looking around and, and I'm seeing like, I'm, I'm hearing, oh, the panel's all sold out. Right? I'm like, okay, that kind of sucks. I thought I got here early enough right. to do all this. So we're like flailing, Josh and I, just sort of looking around and we're watching the panel, the 40th anniversary panel. I wish, if I would have known... Like, hindsight is twenty twenty, but if I would have known how amazing that was going to be, I might have camped out for that one. Right. Because what it was is they had George Lucas, which I was not expecting to see George Lucas at this because he sold Star Wars to Disney. Right. So they had George Lucas there. They had Mark Hamill. Um, they had Hayden Christensen. Uh, Ian McDermott. Or is it Ian? I don't, I don't know. I think it's Ian. Uh, Billy D. Williams, I Billy saw. Billy D. Williams, Anthony Daniels, um, Peter, Mayhew. Peter Mayhew, right? And, uh, and it was hosted by Warwick Davis. Hosted by Warwick Davis. And then uh, Mark Hamill came out. And then, which totally blew everybody's mind, Harrison Ford came out. Harrison Ford never does any of these things. Yeah. Right? But it was they, they pull out all the stops. And then George Lucas, who, I mean, we, being fans, we know George Lucas isn't 
the most emotionally charged guy when you hear him speak. He did like a really nice tribute to Carrie Fisher, yeah. who passed away. And then like all of a sudden you hear the na, 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 like the um, Leia music and the camera pans over and John Williams is there with an orchestra. That's insane. And live. And I was like going like, oh, I wish I could be there. But I was watching it on a big screen on the showroom floor. But like that was that was the best panel I think they had. Yeah. I mean, there's still a few more panels left to go, but that was, I, I find it hard to top all the guys from the movies and, uh, you know, the orchestra with John Williams. That was pretty amazing. Because, yeah, like, Mark Hamill does lots of, like, you'll see him at lots of cons. You know, like, not even just Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll see him at Comic-Con and you'll see him at the Wizard World and you'll see him at, you know, the, the Philly Con and right. whatever and stuff. But, like, to get all of those people in one place, like, obviously, that's it's a Star Wars convention. But even for a Star Wars convention, you know, it, for the celebration, for the the Star Wars convention that people come all over the world from, like, to get them all in the same place for that, it, it, that's, like, mind-blowing mm-hmm. that they're all in the same room. It, it, and I, I really wish I could have done that. And then after that, I was, like, really bummed. I was like, I got to figure out how to get into these. So we walked up. So I saw there were more panels going on. So I walked up to where they were, and I see just a long line of people camped out. Right. Right. Just waiting to get into a room, and I'm like, "Hey, what's this?" And and everybody has like the need wristband. <laughs> like that's that's the thing. I was like, "You gotta have a wristband." I'm like, "Okay, where do you get one?" Oh, we we lined up for it like at five o'clock in the morning. It was like to to see you know uh, the the socks of Star Wars panel. Or whatever. It's like <laughs> I it, love it, that panel. Yeah, or whatever it was. It was something like it was something trivial, like not that interesting. Um, so <laughs> that's an amazing panel. They're like, yeah, you got to go to, and so I was like, I told Josh, we got to find an information desk. So we went down, we found one information desk, like, by the entrance. There was nothing, like, upstairs by the theaters, nothing on the showroom floor. Like, we had to, like, basically go outside, and we found, like, two people at a desk. And I said, um, hi, how do I go do anything? <laughs> Why don't you just plug into the city central computer? Yeah, I'd like to go do anything. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Um, Help me do they stuff. Said, they said, well, everything sold out today. And it was the first day. I was like, okay. It's Wednesday. I was like, how do I do things tomorrow? You know, like, what if I wanted to go see the last Jedi panel? Okay, um, you have to come back here at 8 p.m. and uh, stay here overnight and sleep here. Oh, my God. I said, well, I don't really want to do that, you know. And they said, well, that's that's how it is because it's all it's all these people who are used to doing this sort of thing, yeah, you know. And we're handing out free tauntauns for people to sleep. Well, in. Well, no, like the, so. <laughs> and for the last Jedi panel, the director Ryan Johnson actually came out in the middle of the night and hung out with everybody. I saw that, uh, yeah, which was kind of cool. So it, it was definitely like a happening. Like people were having lightsaber battles uh, online, and and I got there the next morning and I saw all. Um, people had these blow-up mattresses that they just left there, like these cheap blow-up, like almost like pool rafts yeah, yeah. that they were sleeping on, and then would just leave them there when the panel got in. But it's just like, I guess that's when I realized, I guess I'm not that hardcore because I was not willing to sleep here <laughs> on the floor overnight. Instead, I slept on my cousin Joey's tauntaun, uh, tauntaun, futon. <laughs> futon. <laughs> Star Wars on the brain. That's what happens. I, sl- I slept on my cousin Joey's tauntaun, and, uh, which was uh, maybe one step more comfortable than the... Uh, than a tauntaun? Yeah, exactly. So, I said to Phil earlier, I said I was watching Empire, and tauntauns just seem like they're saying all the time, please kill me, I'm in pain. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, going, I'm going a little out of order here, but um, the showroom floor was, was pretty awesome. Uh, here's a little clip of me on the showroom floor. So here's the floor of celebration. 
here's a cool shot. When we got in, we were greeted by Revan uh, from the Knightsville oh, Republic, cool. Inc., right? And um, this was from the Saber Legion. Not the Saber Legion, the Saber Guild, I'm sorry, which is a... That's uh, two different things. Yeah. The, Sa- the Saber Legion Don't is... Don't f- them up. Get it yeah. right. <laughs> the, the Saber Legion is my friend uh, Terry Birnbaum, who does... They do, like, actual sparring and, and competition, competitive combat. The Saber Guild does choreography and cosplay, right? I want to jump back to what you were saying, too, before about your costume. You're saying you didn't wear it on the floor, but you seem to have an urban Jedi thing happening. Well, that's not... That's a, that's a term I got from a friend of mine, Daniel Lane... <laughs> who's a phenomenal martial artist, and he tries to wear something like a little Star Wars-inspired every day, and he calls it Urban Jedi. So I took a page from his book because I, I, I didn't want to just go there in jeans and a T-shirt, like I, which is what I would normally wear. I wanted something that was like casual but looked like I sort of belonged in Star Wars. Like I could, I could, I could be an extra like in the background of the canteen or something, right? and it wouldn't be like, hey, that idiot's wearing, you know... <laughs> A6 sneakers and jeans. Like it, like, it looked like it sort of just blended in. So if you want your own Star Wars cosplay like that, all you got to do is go to the store called Macy's, and they have everything you need to do that. Well, there's a star in the name Macy's, so yeah, it exactly. kind of works. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's what I was wearing. I had, like, boots on, these, like, cool cargo pants that you... Actually, when I was picking out stuff for this, I kept texting Jarrett from the dressing room. like, Stop sending me pictures if you're trying on things. No, we're, like, weird and, like... <laughs> Sort of married together like that. It, it, it's kind of strange, but uh, I, I would be like in a dressing room, like would, would like Han Solo wear this? You know, it was very funny. I liked I liked the fact that it would that after you decided on your outfits that it was it would take you nine hours to make that if you were playing Star Wars Galaxies. Yeah. But that's what I thought it would be like if I was playing a Star Wars video game like Galaxies or something or Kotor, and you got to make your own outfit. That's what I would probably pick. Yeah. So that's that's what I liked about that. But um. So yeah, the Saber the Saber Guild, they do choreography and cosplay sort of stuff. So that was really cool. They do charity performances. Oh cool. Yeah, it's really really nice. Uh so when you got in they had these statues. They had a Yoda statue and a Darth cool. Maul statue and Vader and all this stuff. I had to take this uh obligatory uh, <laughs> Java picture. That was pretty cool. Yeah. This That's amazing. was amazing. This was a guy dressed as Garth. From Wayne's World, and so we had like the long blonde hair, like the teased blonde hair, the glasses, but from the neck down, he's wearing a Darth Vader outfit. So he was Garth Vader, amazing, hashtag, amazing. Hashtag he, Garth Vader. He he was a he dressed as a pun. Yeah, that's amazing. I those are the those are the cosplays that I like too. Where like the ones where they make like their own armor and all this kind of stuff is right. really cool. But then when you're like super clever about it, like I saw, I don't know if you have pictures of it, but I saw two people were dressed as like the Kenner action figures yep. versions of their characters. I was like, that's neat. The cosplay on the floor was probably my favorite part of being on the floor. I mean, there were there were lots of vendors. Like I think for you, you would have gotten more out of being on the floor because there was like vintage toy dealers. Well, you probably would have got raped being at a convention. Well, it's, you know what it is? It's all the con. They, so at Comic-Con and, and any of these things, there's yeah. always con exclusives. Yeah, but that goes. In, that's the same thing as the panels. Like, if Yeah, you, you want, have to sign up for you gotta it. get so, get in there super early, get online, get a wristband. The overall theme that I found was that you had to be in the know. People who knew stuff and knew to do things ahead of time, they were on top of it. They got to go to the things. But like a, a noob and a punter like me, right. it, was, it was sort of like I went to like... Hey, I'm here to see a Star Wars panel. Everyone like that's cute. <laughs> that's cute, newbie. That you think that you can do that. You know what I mean. So, getting back to the floor, though, another really 
awesome thing that I saw on the floor was droid builders. People walking around full size droids, and I'm going to drop a picture of that in here now. Here's me with a custom droid, which was really amazing. That's cool. And they make sounds, and and some guys are really discreet about how they control the droids. Like they have something in their pocket, so they're just walking behind their droid, and it's walking. The droid's like moving on its own. That's cool. Yeah, it's really awesome. Uh, you know, there's plenty of R2-D2s, but I, I kind of like the custom droids, like the... Yeah, because there's tons and tons of droids. And that We've talked about this before, where we it's like, it's very cool, like, oh man, you full Darth Vader outfit, or mm. like an yeah, R2-D2. Yeah, yeah. But like, this is the community where it's just like, you can make your own droid, or your own costume, and your own character, and your own backstory, and it's cool. And this is where these people come out. Yeah. This was a r- rather impressive cosplay here. This is the, I guess that's the Shakti. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Who is uh, the... Togruta? Is that what she is? Shakti? She, um... I don't remember. I don't... Uh, no, but I just know she gets killed very Star easily. Star Wars tale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, she gets easily killed. <laughs> that's, that's what I remember. She gets killed very easily. So that was cool. They had lots of ships there and uh, some Star Wars-themed cars that you could look at. Um, here's me with Darth Vader's... Um, it looked like Darth Vader in a Jedi Starfighter sort of thing. Oh, right on. Oh, yeah. It's got the Emperor Imperial uh, yeah, logo on it and the dark uh, droid. Yeah, that was kind of cool. This was interesting. They had guys dressed up like the cartoon characters, Rebels. Rebels is huge. Do you guys watch Rebels? I didn't, no. You really should. I watched the important episodes. <laughs> no, it's good. And they made an announcement today with Rebels that it's going to be the last season, season oh, four, yeah? and they're going to they're do something else. Oh, cool. I would like to see an animated series bridging the gap between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens to find out what happened with... Luke's oh, that failed would be, be attempt awesome. to do the Jedi Academy. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. So, yeah. Oh, this was cool. I love this picture. Oh, well, ever oh, since wow. the XP-38 came out. I saw that. Really on it. This, is, uh, <laughs> this is me with a... Oh, and by the way, if you're listening to the podcast version, you should probably watch the YouTube version of this because we'll be showing all these pictures. Or you can go to Richie's Facebook page and Instagram. Actually, and that's true. If you've seen all this crap already, you don't need to look at this. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you follow me on Facebook. But this is me by the, uh, the Land Speeder. And I'm acting in this photo, as you can see. I'm looking off into the distance. It's weird that they didn't put any charred corpses in the background to make it a little <laughs> bit more realistic. There's Mara Jade. Yeah, I saw awesome. a few Mara Jades. Mara Jade is a is a character that doesn't exist anymore. Thank you, Disney. Uh, <laughs> Mara Jade was one of my favorite characters from the books. Uh, but she's actually in the same book that Admiral Thrawn is in. The Heir to the Empire, Timothy Zahn series. Yeah, that was the f- Heir to the Empire is the first one. Yeah, and they brought... They brought Admiral Thrawn, Grand Admiral Thrawn, into Rebels, which is another really cool pull, I guess you call it. Okay, this was pretty awesome. They had droid racing. So they had R2 droids, too, like, but they could look kind of funny. But this is a mouse droid race, and they had uh, people, they gave people in the crowd the, the controllers, and you got to race them. I kind of oh, want one cool. of those. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I don't know why. It's like, because it's an RC car, basically. Yeah, but it looks but like it's a mouse it, droid. It looks so little and pathetic. Oh, and there's a Jawa. Yeah. The Jawa is an obstacle, it looks like. <laughs> This is a Twi'lek, and this this girl had it on point. Here was a really interesting thing that happened. Since everybody's walking around in costumes, and this is the thing. When you make a costume or you build a prop, uh, you walk around with it, and you, you're not used to walking six hours with this thing. So what happens is it falls apart. Yeah. Sorry, I adjust my microphone. <laughs> it, it, it literally just... Falls apart. So Josh, by the time he got to the front security line, half of his lightsaber fell off, and he really? lost it. He had to go get. Yeah, you know, it was yeah. His uh, little butt, one of the little buttons on the back no. of his graphlex fell off, um, and it happened to me too. 
I, I still have the part. I, I found the part, but it fell off. And I was just noticing that, like, I had that little uh, holster thing. Like, that started slipping. Because, you know, I, I practiced walking in it, but you're not walking for six hours right. nonstop. So what they had is these guys had a cosplay repair booth. So if your cosplay, like, broke or something came, like a stitch came off, you just go to them and they fix it. So I'm going to roll that clip right now. We are the Outer Rim Collective Costume Club. We are an international Lucasfilm-approved costume club based on the um, characters that you'd see hanging out at, like, Masconetta's Castle, Mos Eisley Cantina, Jabba's Palace. We are a non-profit costuming club, so we do everything for charity. Um, this week, this this weekend, we're here at Star Wars Celebration, letting people know who we are. We're also running a cosplay and costume repair station for anybody that comes by that needs help with their costume if their buckle broke or like she just came by and had a had an alteration done on her on her shirt so that it would fit better. Uh, just a little things that happen throughout the day when you're you know costuming and you don't. Have the possibility of carrying a you know giant toolbox with you, so you come by here and we hook you up, and you know it's all for donation based. I have it right here. Oh, I have to fix it. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so so I know, right? Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're here just all weekend long, um, letting people know about us and. Giving out swag bags and you know just having a good time, enjoying enjoying the con. Well, I just want to let you know that I think you guys are awesome. So thank you. That's a thank cool you. thing you're doing. Thank you so much. Another big presence at the convention were the official merchants, not only just like dealers. They had Lego there. I know you like Lego, Phil. They had full sized Kylo Rens and and Ray and stormtroopers. Another really cool thing they had was the gaming app makers, but they also had the card games, and they had a new role-playing game. Now, I, I love role-playing games. We've oh. Band Geek has done the D&D episodes. Uh, we had a weekly Star Wars game that we were playing, um, Star Wars Saga Edition. So I went up to that booth. I said, are you demoing the new role-playing game? They said, oh, go upstairs. So then I went upstairs, and there was a whole other part of the convention. I didn't know about it. I'm glad uh, I asked. Yeah. And they had one place like where if you're tired, you go here, and it's a movie theater, right? And they're playing the entire run of Rebels, the TV show. Huh. And they're have like a, they're selling popcorn. They have like water fountains. So if you if you need to just sit down, which I did, I just went there. I just sat down for a little bit and I watched an episode of Rebel of Rebels, which is really cool. And then next door from that, they had the Fantasy Flight gaming room. Cool. And they had like eight tables there, which everybody was playing games. So I signed up and I played about an hour of the new Star Wars game, um, and. The guy asked me, he goes, do you have any uh, gameplay experience? I said, well, you know, D&D, and I played the Star Wars Saga Edition. He goes, I wrote part of that, he told me. I'm like, you wrote the game I've been playing for the last, like, you know, how long have we been playing that uh, game? Years. Eight it's years? The book came out. Yeah. It's, it's an old book. So I, I took a picture with him, and I played the game. It was cool. I played that for a little bit. But then later on that night, we got to go to the uh, this guy, Cal Jerome and Rick Rio, they own two companies that do custom parts or custom lightsabers for do-it-yourselfers. Right. And actually, this is a Cal Jerome uh, One Replicas lightsaber that he made that I installed electronics. And inside it is a chassis built by Goth3D, which now I can't get back in. Great. So that'll go over here. Oh, you broke it. Classic savers. Classic savers. <laughs> 
You don't have to be walking for six hours for you to break that. So, oh, actually, something really funny happened. The night before the convention, I was putting kill keys and everything so to make sure it wouldn't turn on my luggage, and I snapped the speaker off my Inception saver. Oh, no. And I had to, like, sit at my kitchen table classic. and rewire the whole freaking thing. And classic savers. Philip calls that classic savers. You go to fix one thing and five things break. Yep. So, anyway, Cal and Rick, they threw this after party just for guys who like to tinker with lightsabers. And it was at a hotel. It was in a lounge. And, like, maybe 30 people showed up. And it was... Just because it was more niche and more of, like, what I like to do... Right. It was... Awesome. It was a little more fun than walking around the show floor. I mean, I love taking pictures with the cosplay, and I like looking at all the action figures and all that stuff, and seeing what was going on in the panel in another room that I couldn't get into. Uh, that was fun. <laughs> but, but, right, but this is but this is thirty people who do exactly what exactly you like to do. this, and everybody it, it, like you would have loved it. Yeah, I felt I felt bad that you weren't there. Like, I, I totally could have went. You're, you're <laughs> a schmuck. I, I felt bad that you weren't there for all the toys and stuff like that because yeah, you would have loved just like like pouring through all because they didn't only have Star Wars toys. They had like a lot of other vintage sort of toys. But there, like you said, there was exclusives there that I was like, no, I would have had to line up yeah. super early to get this. And but it, they're cool. Yeah, you'll you'll just pay too much money for them later on eBay. No, you know something, and <laughs> it makes something just to to dovetail for a sec is that people go to these things and buy them to sell them, and yeah. that makes me angry. Like if you're going to wait online, like don't buy it to sell it. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of thing. Like you want to sell it in a couple of years after you're bored with it, then by all means. But like, don't just buy it to sell it. Well, that's why you'll never be a good businessman at this because you have a love well, for this. No, I, I, I mean, like, yes, there's certain things like that, but like, I feel like, can I don't know, I feel like convention exclusives and stuff like that. Like, you people just are asking to pay more for it because they they want the ease. I don't know. This ain't going back in. I, I, I have to take this whole thing apart now to get this back in. Did you get any uh, upcoming projects that they might oh, be working on? Ooh, Ooh, look at that! Yes, I did. So we got to this thing, and Cal. Uh, here's a picture of me and Cal. Cal's from England, and he has a company called KR Sabres, and I think the w- new website for that is Saber Armory. I think so. Yeah, and or the Saber Armory. I'll, I'll post a link here. And um, Cal's a great guy. He's really helped all these people in the community, not only by building high-quality props like this, but he also has tutorials on YouTube and... W- will answer questions. And in fact, I know some of the people who follow me on Facebook have seen me at my kitchen table doing this for four hours at a clip. And yeah. he was on there helping me while I was doing it, like the guy who built the thing, which is really cool. So he was running it, and we walked in. He had his two brand new prototype oh. lightsabers on the table. Uh, I think I took a picture of them. Uh, they were, he has the Ahsoka hilts, the, the, uh, fu- the fulcrum Ahsoka hilts. And they were tiny. And the, oh, sleek. They were very sleek. They were sleek. What you would have loved, Phil, is that everybody had all their lightsabers in a room and was just passing them around and like, that's cool. Oh, you have this. Uh, you have this version of the Qui Gon. I have this version. And you're looking at it and you're just holding it side to side and twirling around. And then there were people like whacking around and fighting. I got in on that a little yeah. bit because I, I was like, I'm here. I got to do it. Did anyone admire your uh, Qui Gon? Yeah, well, you know, that's a rare one, right? The the, the night before, um, the night before I was going to go, I was like. I don't know if I should bring this because it's too, night, too nice. And I text, I called you. I was like, Phil, I think I'm just going to bring two lightsabers. He goes, no, you should totally bring that Qui-Gon. Like, yeah, you, everyone's going to love that like, thing. You're going to a show and tell. You're not bringing the best one in your collection. So I brought, the, I brought this and everybody was like, oh, deep grooves. And everybody was like, <laughs> That's what you want. You don't want that. Because I don't know if you can see this. This, this saber has uh, these grooves in here. That are deeper than anybody really makes them, so that's what makes this special. It's a deep groove Qui Gon, and that, that was a, a speaking of limited edition hey, stuff. That was a limited edition. Oh yeah, we're gonna do the penny test. Hey, look at this. Oh, the dime test, whatever it is. Ah. 
Gone, yeah, awesome. gone forever. Gone forever. So, gone forever. <laughs> but that was a limited edition run. He doesn't. Yeah. It's not like uh, uh, what people may not understand is that people make these in their business and stuff like that. But like in the saber community and toys and stuff like that. Yeah, he's not. A, he's not a huge company mass producing this. Yeah, yeah. no. So he might make a hundred, right? You know, and then sell them, and then that's it for that run of it. And it's you know, it's a, this is the V two. The yeah, I think it's the second run. But the 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 interesting thing was he and we we discussed this at the event he was throwing. We he doesn't do pre-orders. He makes as many he's going to make and then sells what he made because yeah. he doesn't want to be beholden to anybody. But the day this was going on pre-order, I was on a plane to California, so I was like, Jared, <laughs> you got to do this for me. So Jared got on there first in line. Mm-hmm. Thank you, buddy. You're welcome. And and uh, and <laughs> it's it's fine. I could avoid my daily actual job to buy you a lightsaber. <laughs> and it came in on my birthday. That's awesome. Which was, oh, that's right. I which was amazing. That. Which is amazing. Um, the funny thing is that's the uh, – so you made me buy it. You, you gave me – you were like, just buy a PayPal and I'll give you the money. And I had it all set up and I had it like ready to go and as I kept refreshing and refreshing and refreshing. It goes on sale and then I all of a sudden look in my Instagram feed and people are like, it's not working. It's not working. And I'm already at like checkout, shipping yeah. address, everything like that. And then like it's like 11 minutes later or something like that and then it was like, nope, gone. And I think he made I think he made two hundred or something like that. That sounds about right. Of that, and you were on a plane to California. I thought it was like seventy five. I don't. I, and you were on a plane to California, so six hours, six or seven hours later, is all of a sudden I get a text. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was very excited. Uh, but so everybody's walking around uh, in the room, and 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 Cal was awesome, and then Rick was awesome. Actually, I found out that Rick and his wife. Uh, are going to be at a gig I'm playing in France. Oh, cool! They're gonna they're going to Hellfest. Did you do Hellfest with us last time? I don't think so. Hellfest is this like crazy heavy metal yeah, fest. Yeah, I didn't do that one. That Blue Oyster Cult also plays <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, so so that's gonna be cool hanging out with them. I've been on like this lightsaber tour where all these people I know on Facebook who do this sort of lightsaber thing, like which is my hobby. That they say, oh, you're in whatever, you're in uh, San Diego today. I'm like, yeah. Come to the gig. Let's have a fight after the gig. So I've been fighting people after the gigs, which is really funny. Uh, so the terrible version of Fight Club. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so there's a guy who, if you're into this hobby, who is sort of like a a celebrity in this hobby, I guess. And his name is Shamim, and uh, we all watch his videos. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because Josh was really excited about meeting him. He's like, I haven't seen Shamim yet all day. You know? I said, well, you're probably going to see him tonight. Uh, Mark so, Hamill's right over there, but I get to meet Shamim. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we're, we're at this thing. We're at this party. It's great. I'm having a great time. I'm meeting all these people that I've been talking to on Facebook for a couple of years. It's great. And then Shamim comes in and he goes, hello, Sabre fan, Shamim here. And it was like watching... Mick Jagger walk into a like 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 Mick Jagger from the seventies walk into a room full of horny groupies. You know what I mean? It's like everyone's like, like all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like everybody was speaking in hushed tones about him, and no, and it was awesome. It was really cool. But he was definitely a rock star in the room. That's awesome. Good for right? him. Him and and uh, Jordan Wall, who's another guy who does this sort of thing. I've actually dealt with Jordan in the past, and he's all all good guys, all great yeah. guys. He helped, he helped me with my mind stalls. Oh, really? Yeah, I yeah. get some tips from him. Oh, cool. Everybody was awesome. And just like holding all the stuff. Actually, Josh was a big Shamim fan also. Yeah. And Josh built the Van Halen saber. So here's a really funny clip of Josh showing Shamim the, the saber. I was like, that's I not like, a normal crash sound. What the hell? <laughs> no, no, no. The, uh, that's 
I know, that's why I'm... That's so cool! It's fun when, like, like you said, like she, he's like a go-to in the community, and and Cal is a you know a go-to in the community and stuff like that. And when you show them something that they're like, "Wow, that's really fucking cool!" Yeah. Like, look at how dope that is. Like, then when they get impressed like that, you feel like like you're on air. When you watch these people and you watch them for entertainment, like I do, and then you see them in person, it's like it's it's you get sort of like starstruck a little, like, "Oh my god!" Like you're the guy from my iPad. Yeah, <laughs> you live in my iPad. Yeah, I've seen you while I poop. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's where people talk on their phones and browse on their... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed to say I do it, too. Whatever. It is what it is. I just, I just wished you were there with me at Dude, that. I, I didn't know what my schedule was going to be, and it turns out I was like free half this week. I could have went there. Sorry. I, 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 tur- I, tur- I turned it out. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I put it out. Here's a... Um, at the end of that party, here's a, a very funny... Uh, clip I, I took. Okay, so Cal and Rick threw this amazing party after celebration, and I actually liked it more than the convention, so thank you guys. This is awesome. And, uh, I, have, I have a podcast called Band Geek, so you guys are on it now. Hello, Band Geek. Yeah. Hello, Band Geek. Well, Richie, his singing voice is not as good as his saber skills, but still, he's getting there. So, this is Cal and OR's Qui-Gon Saber that I've lusted after my whole life since like 1999. And now I'm going to show you. Look at the deep grooves. This is this guy does things right, but but when you open it up, magic, French magic. When you open it up, je ne sais quoi. Right. Look at this. There's a little chassis inside, and look how delicately it is. And that's French craftsmanship and design by Rick. The only three in France have gone on. That's it. This is a, this is a, 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 a international hope for everyone. Unification right here. Yeah. So oh, Brexit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> so I just wanted to thank these guys for throwing an awesome party and for making great stuff. So thank you guys. You are very much welcome. Oh, thank you. I will thank see you. you in concert one day. Oh, great. And Hellfest. 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 Thank you guys. Thanks to you. I had two things that I arranged for that I bought in advance. And one was a, um, a photo op for uh, Ian McDermott, who plays Emperor Palpatine, and or Darth Sidious, and Hayden Christensen, who plays Anakin Skywalker, or Darth Vader. Uh, and that was... And they kept changing the times of it. So I'm like, oh crap, I have to leave the convention sort of like, not at the end, but sort of like three quarters of the way through right. to, to catch my flight. And I don't know. And the other one is my buddy Josh, he bought like a, he did like a group photo thing with me, his stepdad and Mark Hamill. So I looked at mine and mine was at 1215. So after I did the whole thing again, I got up super early, got there at eight, got into the convention at 10 this time. Right. Woo! And, uh, Went right to the photo op thing. I was like, when do I have to get here? Do I have to start lining up now for this? They said, no, just line up like 15 minutes beforehand. I was like, really? It's going that smoothly? Oh, yeah, we'll get you in and out. Yeah, right. So um, I'm going to go line up now then. <laughs> yeah, well, what was happening is the last Jedi trailer was playing at 11, and I had to be lined up for 12. So And everything was running late. The last Jedi trailer was running late. Okay. So I basically stood on the floor, 
watching the big screen on the floor just to see the whole panel. And we couldn't really hear anything because they had these like 12-inch speakers, like powered speakers, okay. like two of them to power the entire floor. Oh. And no one could hear everything and people were getting angry. That was that was sort of the thing. Like everybody was happy to be there but was outwardly frustrated, uncomfortable, and upset about something <laughs> or other. Like everybody was angry like – Oh, this person cut in front of me. Oh, I gotta wait here. Oh, we, I'm gonna miss this. Uh, you know, everybody was like pissed off. But like, yay, Star Wars, but boo everything else. Boo everything, boo everything else. else. <laughs> you know, that's that's what it was but like. Boo Star Wars, some of it. That wasn't just there though, because people at home. I was watching the panels from uh, on my phone while I was at work, mm-hmm. and the feed kept freezing. And you know when you're doing a Facebook Live thing or something yeah. like that, you see like the hearts and the smiley faces and stuff like that. All of a sudden, the freeze. It kept freezing, and the first time it froze. The screen was black, and all of a sudden, all the smiley faces and hearts stopped and disappeared off the screen, and then all of a sudden, all the angry faces <laughs> started floating across the screen, and I laughed so oh, loud. That's, that's beautiful. <laughs> it was so silly. Oh, my God. Um, so, uh, so, so I was standing. I watched that thing. I, I couldn't hear what was happening. In the, I was watching. I was like, ooh, there's Ray with a lightsaber. Ooh, ooh, there's Luke Skywalker. Ooh, he's in this movie. Ooh, there's, ooh, ooh. And I, and I, but I couldn't tell what was going on. And, and, you know, of course, when you're standing with people, you, you're, you know, you have to hear the, pe- the peanut gallery. Yeah. Oh, Ray's in this one. I like Ray. I'm like, thanks. Thanks for that. Thanks, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm like looking at my, looking at the time. I'm like, okay, I got to be over there at like 12. So 11.59 is when the trailer ended and I ran over and there was already like a long line for that photo op. But before I go on, what did you guys think of the, tra- of the teaser trailer? You first. I thought it looked pretty sweet. I actually, I thought it looks like, I'm actually really excited for it now. I was kind of like, oh wait, episode 8, episode 7 I wasn't really too happy with, but I think there's, I think there's, um, I think this looks great. I think I'm very excited for it now. Yeah. Muff? Um, I watched it a couple of times, and I'm not quite there yet with it. Meaning, like, I'm on board, because Star Wars, and yay. And more Luke Skywalker, and it looks like they were training on a mountaintop. Mm. But like, with a burning heart, <laughs> that's exactly just what about it is. to burst. <laughs> um, but I was like, it was one of those things where people were going apeshit over the the first Force Awakens trailer, and there was nothing in it. Yeah, and I was like, there kind of wasn't anything in this trailer. I mean, I, it told us a few things that like you know they're training, and she's still using Luke's lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. and which is important, and. Um, there's some cool lore stuff with the books. Yeah, this they're, they're, I like, I like all that. that stuff. Yeah, the lore. everybody online is saying like Grey Jet, like oh Grey Jedi, love and I, lo- Jedi, I love Jedi. that. I love the Grey Jedi thing. I but love it's that. but that's the Jedi symbol. Isn't no, but it? I think but I think what I think he's at the because in the Force Awakens, they say he was looking for the first Jedi Temple. Yeah, I think he finds the first Jedi Temple and learns that the Jedi uh, were wrong or something. Yeah, I think because if you look at if you look at what's happened to Luke and his family throughout. Their, their history, they've been repeatedly screwed over by the Jedi. So I think that's what he's... That's what he's saying. The Jedi have to end. Because like, they, they've not really done him any favors. Like, seriously. They really haven't. Um, this trailer, though, started pretty much the same way the Force Awakens trailer started, with somebody being out of breath. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think he force-choked her. Really? I don't know Oh, why. That's, a, that's an interesting possibility. Oh. That's what... Because like, she's on the ground. She's like... <gasps> She's having like a panic attack, and I was like, maybe he just. Or maybe went. it was like a vision that she was having, and like, or maybe she just had, a, had to like you know run. 
Yeah, maybe. Like if I have to run like you know ten or twenty feet, <laughs> maybe like, like, like maybe that. like she had to run around the mountain with like Luke on her back. Just like a, <laughs> she's out of breath now. <laughs> but she, uh, I, I did like the like the nice little camera trick that they did where it kind of looked like a planet, and then like then all of a sudden it was close up, yeah. like her falling down. Um, but it was just like the same thing. It was like here's X wings, here's Adats, here's Kylo Ren. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> I had, uh, a fun, I had a funny thing where like Finn is in a like he's out this whole movie and he wakes up when Ray shows up again like R two did. In- <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, I'm excited and it felt like it was nice and yeah and the mu- the music was really yeah, like haunting. I'm really like, excited really for this dope. one. I I it got me actually in the mood to watch the Force Awakens again, which is not my favorite yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, and I watched it on the flight back and I was like, you know what, this is cool. Like even like the little snippets I got from there like made Force Awakens a little more interesting, which is what we hope is going to happen. I went right over to my photo op after that, uh, and uh, I waited for about an hour and a half for yeah. it. And I got up there, and was it weird as you were getting closer and closer and seeing like, holy crap, they're actually standing there? When I got no, they were all behind the curtain. Ah, so they took about ten people at a time behind the curtain, and then you put like your bags down, whatever you don't want in the photo, right? And you get ready for the photo, and you're with each person about with with Ian and Hayden. It was like. 15 seconds. With Mark, it was 8 seconds. Yeah. So, um, I timed it. But it, like... Which you and I are used to things happening in that amount of time. <laughs> Go on. So, you always gotta bring it there, right? Yes. So, so uh... My life. So, I get online, and as soon as I see them, I get, I gotta start going... <laughs> <laughs> right? And I'm thinking like, ah, they're here! Because, like, Revenge of the Sith is my oh, yes. favorite one. So, I'm just like... <laughs> and 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 people aren't handing them props. I'm sure throughout the day they did. Yeah. But I'm just like, and I brought, I brought my um, Anakin Skywalker lightsaber for Hayden Christensen to hold. So I'm just like going like, ah, <laughs> ah. I'm thinking, like, wait a minute, no, you gotta be cool, man. Like you, you're gonna you're gonna feel really bad if you have a stupid expression on your face in this picture. Like like going, <laughs> so so I'm trying to. <laughs> Contain myself, like no, they look cool, right? I just like where this is leaning, right? Look, look cool, right? So, and I'm like saying, like, I don't know what the deal is if if they, because I'm thinking, like, if they want to just move this along, if someone hands them a prop to hold, they might be like, nah, you know, we got to keep this going. But I, I figured I can't let that happen. Like, I'm here, I paid a lot of money for this. <laughs> like, I have to, I gotta like make this happen. So I like went at it like this. I, I got, I get in there. I wish someone was like, hey guys, how you doing? <laughs> so they're like, oh, hey, how you doing? They jump. I was like. Episode three is my favorite, and they're like, "Oh, cool, really?" No, they're cool. Really? And Can I was you like, tell everybody else that this convention? And I go in there, I go in there with the tape, and I go, "Would you mind?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, so, he was like, "Okay," and he just grabbed it. And we took the photo, which is bam here. Uh, now I did a little photoshopping to it uh, because when you do these conventions, they have the super bright flash on, right. which blows everything uh, out. Canceled out your lightsabers. Yeah, and it canceled out. It, first of all, it made everybody look like ghosts. And and it, and it blew out the background too much. So the the background was too white at right. that point. Sure. So I all, all I did was uh, I didn't like put my face on someone else's body who was there. I was I just took it and I like you know what I can even show you guys the before and after of what I did. I brought the brightness down. I did a little vignette and I re- digitally put the, the sabers in the way of the rotoscoping way in the movies. And I, I think that's allowed. What do you think? Yeah, it looked, no, it looked great. The picture you sent. But but it's in fine. the photo, it's fine. In the photo, you couldn't I, Photoshop your stupid face. My face doesn't look stupid. Richie's <laughs> face is my background. <laughs> I thought I made. It, I, listen, I was happy because I thought it was going to be this. 
and then like six rolls, and you don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, thought I, as long as it's fine, it was great. It was as long as I didn't look like a, yeah, as long as I didn't look too fat. <laughs> no, because like I had this plan that I'm gonna go in there like this, like you know, like I'm look cool. But then I got there, I was just like, because <laughs> I was I was shaking. I was so excited that I was shaking. It's I was starstruck. Wow. Like I, you know, I I know that that. Hayden Christensen, Hayden Christensen gets a lot of crap for, for those movies, but I like him. You know I mean, I mean? I, I, to yeah. me, like that's Anakin Skywalker. I think that's perfect. I, yeah. I, I like that performance. So for me, it was really, really cool. Um, and, uh, and you know, and obviously Ian McDermott crushes in those movies, oh, yeah. and he's in uh, five out of the six. Yeah. His, a, his lightsaber is actually one of the ones that I want. The one awesome. that looks like a tiny gold penis. Well, right now, um, Randy Johnson, uh, Corbanth is doing a run of those. Yeah. But I've you, seen them. I just, I, I, yeah, I have my money in other projects. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, so then what was happening is I went from that photo and I was, that, it was a thrill. It was worth it. Worth the money, worth the weight, worth the pain in the ass. Total, like, and I didn't think I was going to feel that way after that photo, yeah. you know, but like, just the fact that like, dude, Anakin Skywalker held my Anakin Skywalker lightsaber. Cool. Here, do you want to feel the force? Feel the force. He touched that. You're touching what he touched. Oh, it's coarse and it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> Are you having a force vision? So I saw somebody. It's <laughs> <laughs> the face. This is where Last Jedi is going to pick up. Just um, That's what it seems like. It's going to be like right after. Um. I saw somebody post on Instagram that they brought a jar of sand and they made Hayden Christensen sign it. Really? That's that's celebration. I don't like sand. You see the video? I don't that's, like sand. Why would like you sand. pay all that money just to troll somebody? It's, I, it's funny. I, I, think it's I, funny. I like it. I like it. Well, you see the person dressed like a giant lightsaber? Oh, they, 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 the graphics? Yeah. They, yeah. Let's, do we have a picture of that? We yeah, I, I, I took a picture. <laughs> put it next to here. Um, so, so then I had to go right on the line for... Mark Hamill, which was pandemonium. People screaming. Oh, first of all, the way the way they they handled it, the tops was doing it. The trading card. People? Yeah, they were handling it. Okay, and it was basically the most chaotic thing ever. It was like a hundred people would get in like a crowd, and they would call people, in, and people like rush the crowd, and there were people yelling. It was. It well, was have you ever seen a pile of tops trading cards? That's the way that they do it. It's just a big well, mess, and it's how you shuffle. It could have been done. It could have been done a lot better. You know what I mean? Um, but to their defense, once you got lined up and it was moving, it moved pretty quick. But it took like you know, even though it said, "Oh, you're scheduled, your picture scheduled for for three o'clock," like you get there at two forty-five, and your picture is you're going to be there a while. You're at three forty. Yes. No. 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 So. I told Josh, and it was Josh's photo that he was letting me tag in with. I told him, like, dude, I uh, I gotta leave here at four forty-five if I want to, you know, catch everything. I, I'm not, I might not make this. And he was like, all right, you know, uh, maybe I'll see if someone else wants to jump in on it. Uh, so like, I'm sitting there and I'm like looking at all the people. I'm counting. I'm doing the math. I'm like saying like, if this takes like fifteen seconds a person. And blah, 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 blah. I was like, there's, you know. But then I saw one thing is he had a panel at 5.30. I said, so he's gonna need, he needs to get out of here at 5. Right. You know what I mean? So, And the thing like, with these photo ops, too, is that they won't not do them. That's yeah. the thing. Because like, well, people have paid. No, 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 no. Really? On, on line with me, some guy bought multiples. He, but some people, like I saw them, they bought all of them. Like they spent like a couple thousand dollars on photo ops. Right. And... Which I guess if that's why you're going there, more power to you. But like he had 
um, signed up for Ian McDermott and Hayden Christensen combo and the Freddie Prinze Jr. Sarah Michelle Geller combo. Um, they're from Rebels. Oh. Right. Um, so... I just gave for those just listening and not watching. I gave Richie like the sideways, upside down face because I didn't understand. Like what? Are, what are my favorite '90s teen movie stars doing there? <laughs> Buffy's my absolute favorite. She's my high school crush. Well, if you would have come, you could have taken a solo picture with her, and you could have got all up in there. <laughs> That's cool because I am better looking than Freddie Prince Jr. Clearly, go on. <laughs> so um, this one guy, he had those, the two pictures were being taken at the same time, and the people running it said, "Oh, get on the." Uh, Ian Hayden line first. And while he's waiting for an hour and a half, that other picture closed. And he goes, he's trying to flag people down. And people are like, I don't have time to talk to you. Everybody's like so frantic, running around like crazy. Yeah. And the guy's like, I have this ticket. He goes, oh yeah, you missed that. And the guy was, I'd be pissed. I mean, I, I hope he, I'm assuming he got his money back for right. that. But unacceptable. Like, don't sell things you can't deliver on. Right. <laughs> maybe, they don't, maybe they don't expect people to do all... Like ten or whatever or something like Maybe that. Maybe not, but it's, this guy got screwed. I felt really bad for him. Um, but anyway, the long story short, we got there and there were so many people lined up for Mark Hamill. They put us in a holding area. Like we we couldn't be in the main line. They had to make a new line. Like basically, they said you're in uh, detention block one one three eight or whatever. <laughs> and we, they put us in jail. Like we were like they roped up an area. And we just had to like everybody just sat there on the floor for like an hour and a half. And then after that, they. Pulled us in like 30 people at a time, stood on line. We stood that line for another hour, right? And then we got, then it started moving like boom, 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 boom. And I was timing. They did every eight seconds another picture. So we finally got into Mark and, uh, and my friend Josh went, you know, it would be an honor if you would wield my lightsaber. And he was like, yeah. And he took it. He made this face. And then now I, I go on Facebook and I see about 500 other pictures of Mark Hamill doing <laughs> the that same face, picture. Yeah, I mean, I, look, if you have to take thousands of pictures, you can't come up with different things to do all the time. Right. Uh, but he was cool. I got to shake his hand, and it was really nice. And uh, here's that picture. And uh, that was a thrill. And for me, the cool thing was I looked at my phone after that, and it was 4.44. So I got like just under the wire, and I said, Josh, get send me the photo. And I ran out to the airport, and I made it. Wow. So that was my, uh, that was my celebration story. And... Uh, I don't know if I don't know if I would do it again. I mean, the people who go to cons normally say the big cons are great for you know when people are releasing a movie and you see like, exclu- like exclusive stuff like that's the thing. first releases of the trailer. You can only get this T-shirt or this pin or this action figure. Uh, but from the people I know who do this regularly, like there's a store, there's a family at the store who goes, they were all there in costume. It was really cool. cool. Oh, another thing I forgot to mention is they had a tattoo pavilion. Oh, cool. And they were giving, uh, they were doing tattoos. So one of the guys I know got a tattoo while he was there. They go and they told me the smaller conventions are usually more manageable. Like you, you usually have a little more fun because there's less like, it's less grueling. Right. Like another friend of mine uh, from Staten Island who went said... I just waited online eight hours for autographs. I want to take lightsabers and shove them through my eyeballs. <laughs> you know, and, and so that was like the vibe I was getting. It's like everybody's like, "This is so cool! <laughs> this is so cool! <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy!" You know, that's what it, that's that's what it was. Uh, but it was it was an interesting experience. I'm glad I went. I'm sad that you guys didn't come with me. I'm very sad about that. But I'm glad I went, and I want to thank my cousin Joey for letting me sleep on his tauntaun. Uh, <laughs> well done. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Look forward to my 
recap of Wizard World Philly in June. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Um, oh, so actually, so here's my on the floor recap. I did one. That's it for me from Celebration 2017. Thanks for watching the Band Geek Podcast Celebration Rundown. I'm Richie, and may the Force be with you. So that's it. Thanks for watching Band Geek Star Wars 2017 Celebration Recap. If you like this show, please support us on Amazon. If you're in the U.S., you can go to riotcast.com slash bandgeek, and there's an Amazon banner at the top of the page. Click on that before you do your normal shopping, and a small percentage will go to supporting our show, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. If you'd like to just contribute to the show, you can do so at richiecastellano.com slash tipjar, and that's just a regular donation, and that helps us keep regular content coming your way. So thanks for watching. I'd like to thank Phil Castellano. Hey. Thank you, Phil. My co-host, Jarrett Prespin. Don't forget to go to the Band Geek Facebook page to stay up to date on all our news and happenings and That's right. all that stuff. And uh, I'm Richie Castellano. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching.